Welcome to Faith FM Australia. You are listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM right across our lovely country. You will not believe what has happened this morning. Such a happy little furphy. <laughs> <laughs> so I came in this morning. I'm Mon P.S. And as you, as you will know, Lyle is not here. He has gone away all the way across to the Americas where he is hanging out with his, uh, <laughs> his extended family and taking some leave. And not only did I have one stand-in for Lyle waiting for me today, I had two! No way. That's right. Welcome to the show, Taryn and Christopher. Yep. Thank you we so much for having us. We get two for the price of one this morning, and I am super, <laughs> super, super, super excited about it. <laughs> uh, speaking of stuff that we're excited about, we mm. did have a long weekend, so we must have yeah. an absolute vat of gratitude. Vat? Just <laughs> a vat of gratitude. Vat, Chris. What are you guys grateful for this morning? Well, I am grateful because on the weekend, I went and bought myself a fire pit, which means that I can have all of my friends over and we can have a toasty little fire in the winter nights outside. I only live like on a small block of land though, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I have houses all around me, so I hope they don't think that my house is burning down when they see the smoke (laughs) rising, but (laughs) I doubt they'll think that when they hear all of us just yahooing and having fun. Well, I hope the rain rain lets up so you can use it. I hope so too. We can get out our marshmallows and It could work to your advantage. As long as it's not raining, maybe the smoke just goes up into the clouds and everyone's like, oh, what's up? Nothing new no going smoke, on here. No, no smoke fire. here. It's all no. But uh, do you want to come over to my house and sit in the rain while we have a fire, Chris? I have my umbrella. I'll have like okay. a little deck chair. Well, there we go. I'll you take a rain check. But I'm sorry. But what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful because what's today? Tuesday. Yeah. Monday. Yes. Sunday. Sunday, I went down. Town. Yes, I went down to Sydney for the day, which was really Ooh. fun. Had some pies, some nice pies. Had some Japanese food. Had mm. some gelato. Oh. I had a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I just went on like a little eat day. Did you go by yourself? I went with some friends. Uh, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not alone. Are <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you sure you're not a loner, there, Chris? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, I have the most epic news. Yes. Like, my gratitude story today is so amazing. Tell so, us. Okay, so get this. You know that saying. Um, Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yes. Yeah. I literally cannot figure out how to even be a bridesmaid. <laughs> I, I'm single. And over the course of my life, I have been asked to be a bridesmaid five times. And every single time it's fallen through. Whether it was because the groom's sister was plotting to get me kicked out so she could be a bridesmaid. Or whether it was because uh, the couple broke up six months before the wedding. Because he sad. was cheating. Oh, or shame. because they the couple decided to elope and just forget the whole wedding wow. thing. Because it was too stressful. Or. Because I was told I was going to be a bridesmaid, and then when it came to crunch time, didn't actually get addressed and asked, which was kind of awful. Are you still friends with that person? Yeah, for okay. a while, but yeah, <laughs> it's actually, it actually super awkward because she's like, "You're going to be a bridesmaid. You're going to be a bridesmaid. You're totally going to be a bridesmaid." And then one day, I was like, "Oh, so how are the dresses coming along?" She's like. Uh, they're all organised. <laughs> I was oh. like, I guess I'm not in the party. Oh, party. No. And then the fifth time, a friend of mine who's getting married this year in Germany in September, she had said uh, several times that, you know, uh, she would like to have me as a bridesmaid. But you do kind of have to be officially asked. Yeah. You can't just assume that, you know, that's still the decision when it comes to crunch time. And it turns out that her fiancé um, 
you know, he didn't really want to have a bridal party because it's not traditional in his country to have a bridal party. Mm. And so she was like saying, if we have bridesmaids and groomsmen, you'll be in the bridal party. But we're actually still deciding whether or not we even want a bridal party. So I was like, oh, come on. (laughs) I just want to be a bridesmaid once. (laughs) And and yesterday they actually had, um, they had their civil ceremony where they signed the paperwork and it was almost like a practice run for them. And it made them really realize, do you know what? We want to have bridesmaids and groomsmen. So I got the official green light and I'm going to be a bridesmaid for the first time in my life in Germany if I make it and (laughs) (laughs) if I make it yeah I'm super grateful for that because you know I want to wear a pretty dress and I want to stuff my face with cake (laughs) and uh and you know anyway so (laughs) but a dear listener by the way P.S. just in case you're wondering why we're talking about Tuesday and the long weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because this is actually the delayed broadcast. And uh, if you want to jump across the live show, it's totally possible. You can jump across and listen to the show that's happening on the actual day that you're alive because this was pre-recorded, I don't know, maybe the day before you're listening to it or a week before you're listening to it. <sighs> jump across to the live show. It is super duper easy. All you've got to do is one of two things. You can either go to faithfm.com.au, our website, and press play on the live stream. Or you can download the TuneIn app, search for Faith FM Australia, and also just press play. But stay right there. Either which way, you're going to have a great show today. They say that where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Your heart stays where you hide your greatest love. Now you can leave that love on earth Where thieves may steal tomorrow Or you can take it to that hiding place above Where there's a treasure at the end of this narrow road I'm traveling It gives me a purpose for life Jesus is my treasure He's the reason that I'm living And He'll still be the reason when I die
To Faith FM Australia, 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. You are here with a historical landmark fun time show because I have two replacements for Lyle. I'm so stoked. So much help. Taryn and Chris. Yep. In the studio here with me this morning. Was a bit of a, a scheduling stuff up, but I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm going to run with it. I know. I love rolling with the yeah, stuff. Roll with it. the punches. Roll with the this punches. This is a good punch to roll with, though, I, isn't I'm it? loving it. It's like a one-two yeah. punch. Taryn and Chris, left to right. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a great show this morning. Uh, but, hey, let's kick it off with the weather. Yes. Okay. So, it looks cold across the country, except for Darwin, as I per usual. I am wearing a puffer <laughs> vest. So yeah, you know. I'm wearing my big jumper today, too. Okay. So, in Sydney, it is a top of... 19 with a shower or two this morning. Melbourne is a top of 16, another shower or two. Brisbane is a mostly sunny with a top of 24 today. Perth is showers with 19 degrees. Adelaide is there is a shower or two, and it is a top of 15 degrees today. Hobart, there is a light rain developing this afternoon and a top of 15. Canberra, there are showers and a top of 12. Darwin, it is sunny with a top of 31. And in Newcastle, where we reside, it is a top of 18 degrees today, mostly cloudy, as we can see by the yeah. fog and the cloud that I is like, outside our window. Yeah, our studio, I feel like yeah. it's inside a cloud right now. It feels like that. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, Mona, I, I can't quite see. Is yeah, that yeah. you over there? I'm not sure. I can't <laughs> see you across garage. the table. <laughs> okay, okay. Just checking, just checking. Yeah, actually, you know, on my on my walk to work every morning, mm. I had that, that hill that I love so much. So yes. I always talk about my hill outside because from the top of the hill, the last hill that I go over, I can see so much of Newcastle mm. and the sunrise <laughs> is always magic. This morning, legit can't even see like yeah. the next building along yeah. the street. That's it. <laughs> but um, I don't know whether or not you guys know, but Faith of M is now on Instagram. What? Yes. No way. So you're going to follow us on Instagram because our handle, by the way, is Faith FM Live, all lower case, lowercase, all one word. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram, dear listeners, because we actually do all kinds of stuff on there. We put up, you know, links to um, stories that we talked about. If you want to have a look at the pictures. Um, and then we also put up the clues for our quiz ahead of the clues that we give live Whoa. on the show. Woo-hoo. So you can always be one or two steps ahead. Actually, one day I put all the clues up all together. Really? <laughs> and did anyone call in from yes? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So we've already put the first clue up. It was up like 20 minutes ago. But we are going to start our clue. I mean, our quiz today, Chris. All right. So this is a what creature am I question. Oh. And our first clue is Queen Athaliah was killed at the entrance of a gate 
bearing this name. Ooh la la. Queen Athaliah. Who is Queen Athaliah? Do you actually know, when I was a kid and I read the story about Queen Athaliah, I really liked her name and I was like, Athaliah. I want to name one of my kids that. <laughs> no, don't. But then, you, but then yeah, she's a baddie and it kind of ruins the name. <laughs> she, she's the one who's just like, oh, my husband's dead and I'm the queen. Well, better kill all my male heirs. And so she goes around and makes sure no there's way. no competition to the throne. So not a great, not a great person. Yeah. But wow. I'll, I'll agree. Like it's a catchy name. It's a catchy yeah, name. Yeah, It sounds nice. Like if you didn't know the story of the boat. It sounds like she's a liar though. Wow. Athens is lying. Yeah, that's right. Yes, Greek. Yeah, truth. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if you really want to name your kid that. No, I won't. But if you know the answer to our clue, you can give us a call. The number to call is one eight hundred Faith FM. That's one eight hundred three two four. 843. Go say nice and slow. People complain if we don't say it slow enough. <laughs> or you can text me 0491 You can even message us on Facebook. Faith FM uh, Australia is our name. Or, of course, you can just DM us on Instagram or even on Twitter. You can tweet at us if you like. We, we're on Ooh. Twitter as well. We're on Twitter. We're we, on we everything. We tweet every what? day at least once. That's great. Yeah. Do you guys think that's when you say, I'm going to tweet at you, it almost sounds kind of like an insult. That's <laughs> you. Yeah. But isn't that how you say? That's the uh, term well, tweet think, at you. I think tweet to you, maybe. Not tweet at I'm you. Send you a tweet. I don't know if you'd tweet to anyone, <laughs> right? It's just you like to people. the to the to the I mean, broader you tag internet people community. in the tweet, right? But <laughs> Do you, you guys don't? tweet? Um, no, no, I don't. <laughs> look, look at all of us like trying to. <laughs> how does the interwebs work? <laughs> I swear I'm tweet. young, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because I'm sitting here with a bunch of millennials. But no, I have to admit, Twitter Twitter is like for famous people. and for Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah who wants to hear what I tweet? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I use Twitter for like a week. How many <laughs> characters is it up to now? Like 280 oh, or something? Know. Something like that. It's a long. It's, it's long. It's long now. Yeah. It's, it yeah. used to be shorter. It's like mini soapbox now yeah. as opposed to yeah. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think unless, you, unless you're famous or you have like a ministry or some sort of business yeah. that you're trying to promote and you know you got to like you want to communicate with a mass of followers at one time. Yeah. Sure. But if you're just like me... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not really much happening. Mm-hmm. But hey, you've got a good dog story today. Don't you tell me? I do. I, I feel like story. it's been a theme of mine of these dog stories lately. But that's okay. I thought you were a cat person. I am a cat person. But I want a cat story tomorrow. <laughs> I want a cat story too. But I haven't found you a cat or a dog person. Cat Chris. person. What yeah. is going on with you two? Cats are cute. They are. That's all right. Our producer Shell is a dog person. That's two against two. We're even. <laughs> yeah, I'll sick my cats on you. No. <laughs> It's the dogs that sick things. <laughs> <laughs> well, this dog certainly didn't. So what was happening was in California, there was a house that caught fire and there was um, a mum and her baby inside. Anyway, so the dog, they had a, the family dog, um, started like barking and like going crazy and like pounding on her door, like jumping up because it was oh. at nighttime and she was asleep. The mum was asleep. And um, she was like, what's going on? Like my dog never barks like this. Anyway, so she got up and um, she opened the door and realized that the house was on fire and anyway so as soon as she opened the door the dog ran away and into her daughter's room and her baby's only like a baby mm-hmm. and next minute she sees like her dog just like had like on the child's bed pulling her off the bed by her diaper to like pull wow. her out of the burning building oh, wow. and outside anyway Whoa. like she goes and rescues her baby but you know the mm-hmm. dog was trying to get mm-hmm. the child out of there um yeah so like 
they both could have been dead if this dog hadn't have woken the mom up and then also started trying to pull the baby to safety. So, and what kind of dog was this? It was a pit bull. Oh, it was a pit bull. It was a pit bull. Man, they're such divisive dogs. What, are mm-hmm. you guys like into the whole? Because you know how a lot of these breeds, the fighting breeds, are being yeah. banned. What do you guys think about that? I don't know about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you're, asking, you're asking the cat person, how do you feel about dogs? And I'm like, yeah, let's get rid of all of them. I'm no longer grateful for you. No, no, no. I kid, I kid, I kid. I take it back. I take it back. God made the dogs and the cats. I can yeah, appreciate them both. <laughs> no, but like, I, I think, yeah, these fighting dogs, they do get a bad rep, don't they? They like, do. They, like a, and a lot of them, you know, when they're treat, mistreated by their owners, yeah. they turn out to be really nasty but, creatures. Mm, but I don't think. But even then, you have dogs that are, tre- like, fighting dogs that are treated really well who just cannot handle yeah. other, like, people, You're right. people or animals that aren't their owners yeah. and they snap. And, uh, yeah. and you know, I think it's since since they've started having the governments, you know, various countries have had this push to to um, you know get rid of or, or outlaw the breeding of these fighting dogs. Mm. Um, there's been like a, a you know a, a kickback on social media of people putting up pictures and videos of their yeah. their pet, their fighting dog pets being really uh, cute, being super really cute, cute with the kids yeah, and, and all the like, animals. You know, yeah. check out this vicious attack, and it's actually just a dog licking you know yeah. a kitten or something. And it's like, <laughs> uh-huh, see, they're not dangerous. But on the flip side, you know, if you if you just Google, you know, you know, fighting dog attacks. Yeah. You'll see like every day someone's That's in it. hospital because yeah. they got bitten by like a, a pit bull or a staffy or something like that. Yeah. And um and so there's there's two sides to that story and I I'm really indecisive about it because like, I have a friend who has a, a, a pit bull and mm. it's super sweet to its human, like just so human. But one day he took it for a walk out mm. in the bush and there was like no one around. So he was like, oh, I'll just let it off the leash. Let's it off the leash. Came around a corner and saw a wild goat. He said he didn't even have time to call her name. She just snapped and ripped this goat from limb no to limb. Let's destroy it. So wow. we we like to think we know the animal, but animals are still animals. Yeah, that's right. And they're not a hundred percent controllable. So I'm I'm really undecided about you know what I would do. I, you know, yeah. it's a shame to think you have to eliminate a breed, but we did create them, did we? Yeah, not? You know, it Man, was that's a- pretty crazy. That like we're kind of suffering the consequences of our actions. Then, yeah. that we bred these dogs. Yeah, and w- and we bred them for gambling purposes. Let's not be shy about the truth. Yeah, that's there, right. we bred them to fight so we could like you know have pit fights and yeah. uh, you know so it's our own fault. I think that we should maybe take a take a, a look towards maybe unbreeding that trait out of them. Yeah, we bred it in. Can't we breed it out? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you have an opinion, or maybe you're a dog breeder. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. That's 1-800-324-843. You can weigh in on this topic. Now, guys, this next song, kid you not, is from my all-time favorite music album. No like, way. I love, I love this album. Yeah, it's called Pillars of Our Faith uh, Choir, and this song is called Take Time to Be Holy. But if you have the opportunity to get, to get a copy of this album, I absolutely 100% million percent recommend that you do i do too yeah i wish we had a copy to give away anyway Mm. enjoy this song we'll be back after it
Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You are joining us for a very unique breakfast show. Actually, it's not that unique historically because apparently they did used to do the show with three posts. Oh, really? Yeah. Just not in my time ever. Oh. That history does no longer count. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time today. Yeah. History. <laughs> so you're here with Mon and Taryn and Christopher, who is uh, they are filling in for Lyle, and I'm so grateful to have two... Mini Lyles. <laughs> Mini <laughs> Lyles. All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You'll never be as big as Lyle. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Um, hey, uh, Chris, hit us another clue. Oh, another clue. All right. So mm. our question is, what creature am I? And our first clue was Queen Athaliah was killed at the entrance of a gate bearing this name. And our second clue is, David said about this creature, it is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its strength, it cannot save. Ooh. What creature is this? Pretty true. Any of you guys have a clue so far? I think it's the dog. <laughs> okay. Like well. the pit bull that saved the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about it. All right, all right. Yeah. But you know what? You can jump on our, our Instagram. It's Faith FM Live, all lowercase, all one word. And you can check out our clues. We actually give them out ahead of time. And if you mm. want to listen to them again, you can uh, go back and watch the Insta story as many times as you like. And, uh, and check out our stories. Now, we have some interesting news, don't we, Chris? Oh, do we ever. Oh, tell us <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, you might know uh, something a little bit big happening today. We have some talks going on between North Korea and America. And more specifically, between Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. Is the world going to be nuked? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all going to be dead by lunchtime? <laughs> you know what? Uh, fine by me. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I think what's really interesting is we've been expecting these kind of talks to happen for quite some time now. There's been a lot of discussion like, hey, are these two countries going to meet? Because I think even recently, last month, we had North Korea and South Korea having talks. So Mm -hmm. it almost looks like North Korea is kind of wanting to play nice and uh, it appears as though they want to be able to play nice with the other kids. So is that is that what the talks are about? Like, I mean, North Korea and South Korea, sure. I mean, understandably, because they're, you know, they're odds with each other. And they're going to have like some powwows to maybe yeah, things yeah. Up. But why exactly, you know, are America and North Korea having chats? Well, I think uh, primarily for two reasons. America and North Korea have had quite some tensions in the past already uh, with some inflammatory comments made on either sides and North Korea always provoking being like, hey, we, we've got these missiles. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And America's like, don't do not do that. Like, you know what we're capable of. North Korea's like, yeah, but what are we capable of? You know, like this constant like little ch- game of chicken going on. Um, but also, uh, I mean, if we really think about it, America is essentially kind of like the police of the world. <laughs> They like yeah. to check up on everyone and see what they're doing. They put their nose into everyone's business a bit. Sorry, America. But, um, and yeah. which would annoy other countries. They're like, you're not the boss of us. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we're unaffected. I just find America. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lyle. I do think we are affected. I think we're probably affected even more so because we're so, we've just bent over and, and kissed America's, you know, <clears throat> so much that yes. we're, not even, <laughs> we're not even anywhere near yeah. this point where we could possibly be like hey do you know what go away we're like, we're like so far entrenched in groveling well America. and you know what's so interesting is that uh this is only a very recent development in history right mm-hmm. uh for centuries america hasn't even existed let alone been a major power but then uh after world war one basically because they only entered the war in the last year 
everyone was owing America this money that they were they were borrowing money from America to supply uh, their resources for World War One. Uh-huh. And then again in World War Two, America's like, well, we're not going to fight in this. And it was only till they got um, bombed at Pearl Harbor that they were like, okay, now we're going to enter. And then they. Boom, huge uh, military insurgents. And then so now they've got all the money in the world. They've got the biggest army in the world now. Mm -hmm. And they've just stayed that way ever since. So it's actually very interesting. Um, That's only been very recently during the uh, two world wars that America has risen up uh, in its prominence. And since then, it essentially, yeah, has been like the police of the world, which we've seen through countless wars. We almost created that. Like the rest of the world, you know, forcing them to join World War Two. You know, and then them retaliating by becoming so powerful. Yeah, we, we sort of you know back them in that corner. But yeah, I do feel I do feel like America is almost like the big school bully, mm. but <laughs> and Australia instead of getting bullied by them is actually one of the henchmen. You know, yeah. it, you know and like, thus we are <laughs> quite <laughs> under its control. It, it's it's yeah. like one of the mafia that's like, hey, how's about this? If you give me ten dollars, I'll take care of you. You know, like <laughs> we will exactly we will beat is. you up. Okay, <laughs> yeah. now you keep in line. Give us the money. Like this, you know, that's exactly what it feels like. So they're like the the big brother that's like, I'm here to protect you, but I'm going to need a little something from you, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you want? What do you want? You've got everything. Yeah, but we want more. We want more money, please. It's like we're either under America's protection or we're opposed to them like North Korea is. And we're not big enough to oppose them. Yeah. No one is, is the reality of it. So, so, That's true. Uh, whether we like it or not, uh, America very much is a key player, a political mm. player in our um, current political landscape. And I think uh, whether, um, I think depending on how it's done, this could go either way. Because ideally, we would want peaceful relations between countries. Yeah. Uh, ideally, we would want North Korea to be want to to want to uh, play. With the other kids nicely. And, so, are um, they, these talks are happening as we speak or they've just finished or like... Uh, I don't know if they've begun quite yet. They'll they're be happening, happening at nine o'clock, nine o'clock. Singapore Ooh, time. There we Singapore go. Time. So, okay. coming yeah. up soon, yeah. Ooh la la. But Singapore, man, so brave for hosting those two oh, clowns. Oh, dude, yeah. I would not. No. I would never. <laughs> no way. Mm. I'm just like, I'm, I'm literally expecting at any moment now to be like, Singapore has been nuked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, and then with all, the, all these clouds coming and, and the, the radiation's coming in the clouds. So, surely I'm like, well, that's it. Okay. Do you guys <laughs> really think it's going to work, though? Well, <sighs> here's what I find interesting. I think when we look um, not only in recent history where it's kind of either worked or hasn't worked, you know, and America often is quite pushy in these uh, delegations. We also have the Bible, which talks a lot about uh, how the political landscape will be uh, as we, yeah, approach Jesus' second coming. Mm. So, for example, in First Thessalonians chapter 5, Paul is writing uh, to the people in Thessalonica, and he says, For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord, that's Jesus' second coming, comes as a thief in the night. Or in other words, like it's unexpected. You're not sure when it'll happen specifically. And it says, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them and comes upon them like a woman with child and they will not escape. So it's kind of like in the same way that uh, a, a woman who's pregnant, like she kind of knows, you know, Mm-hmm. when to expect the baby, but mm-hmm. then its actual arrival is a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, we're told that the second coming of Jesus is going to be a, a bit of a surprise, but we have some clues as to um, yeah. what's going on. And, yeah. one of the, and one of those is that 
there's going to be a lot of talks about peace and trying mm. to get everyone together. And, but then when we read again in uh, Matthew 24, Jesus says there's going to be wars mm-hmm. and rumors of wars. And mm-hmm. so, like, you've got all of this sort of political stuff going on at the moment. And, of course, um, it's undeniable we've seen... Uh, stuff like this happened in the past, right? Since the time yeah. of Jesus. There's been a lot yep. of wars and rumors of wars. But I think at the moment we have oh, definitely well over 50 wars uh, going on in the war uh, in the oh, world at the moment, which is the most that we've had insane. at the same time in history. And, I mean, we've had, of course, the two world wars. We've had uh, Afghanistan, Vietnam. We've had so many mm. colossal wars mm. on a global scale within such a short period of time, just in the 20th century, that it really is unheard of, unspoken of in history. And so really what we're seeing is these kind of signs um, that Jesus and Paul and all these other biblical authors say are going to be indications that, yeah, Jesus is coming soon. So whether or not uh, the talks here in North Korea will, uh, uh, in Singapore uh, regarding North Korea will be profitable or not, I'm sh- as we all know, we, we certainly hope that they are, uh, but we know that, it's not guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. I, I really hope that, I mean, to some extent it's successful in terms of I hope that the people of North Korea are freed because that, yeah. to me, is like the bottom line. The people of North Korea, I have so much sympathy for them. Yeah. You know, I've read a book about uh, a man who used to live there, a Russian, um, and just the plight that they go through and how brainwashed they are and how little they know of the outside world is just it's just horrendous and it's horrific and they, they need the opportunity to hear the gospel. But, you know, all last week in our Encounter with God Bible study, we did a study about how, you know, um, the United States is the beast with, you know, has this mm, enormous mm. amount of power. And so it would be in keeping that, you know, North, uh, North Korea falls in line with America's mm. plans because, you know, they are fulfilling that prophecy. So very interesting thinking about today's events in line with Bible prophecy. Give us a call if you have an opinion about this or just want to chat about it. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number. It's 1-800-324-843. We're going to have a song. This is King's Kaleidoscope, All Glory Be to Christ. And then we'll be back and I am going to grill, absolutely grill our... Oh, no, wait, we're going to keep going right now? No, our producer is waving her hands at me and I have no idea why she's waving at me. Now she's laughing at me. She's laughing uncontrollably. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll be right back after this song, I think. And uh, I'm going to be grilling Should our two guests. nothing of our efforts stand no legacy survive Unless the Lord does raise the house in vain Its builders strive To you who boast tomorrow's gain Tell me what is your life A mist that vanishes It done all glory be to Christ All glory be to Christ our King All glory be to Christ His rule and reign will ever sing All glory be to Christ His will be done His kingdom come on earth As is above Who is Himself our daily bread Praise Him the 
Christ our King. All glory be to Christ. His rule and reign will ever sing. All glory be to Christ. Wow, I have never heard that song before. That was pretty cool. And it ends with kids in a playground. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Sure, kids in a playground. (laughs) Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You're on a very entertaining uh, breakfast show this morning. You're here with Mon and Taryn and Christopher. I like Extra. that. Extra. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got three for the price of two. Buy <laughs> <laughs> one, get one free. Yeah, three yeah. for the price. Shoddy not being the free, free one. I, uh. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I ain't taking the free one here. Who's <laughs> 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 the free The special gift. We're going to have a special segment this morning. And uh, when I walked in and I saw that we had uh, two, two fill-in hosts this morning, I was like, no, exactly what we're going to do for our guest interview. I am going to interview the men behind the microphone Except Tara's not a man. I was going to say, the men and the wait. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't figure anything out. The men and the woman. The men behind the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) The meeple behind the microphone. The meeple. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a chat to you guys because you guys are very interesting to me. Because not only are you super young compared to me, you're like both theology students. Oh, it's true. Yes. So I'm going to grill you guys this morning. Oh, dear. About your lives. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. You guys ready? Where are you from? <gasps> that was too much. All right. So I'll see everybody. Um, <laughs> the deep dark secrets of my past. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I am from the lovely town of Coffs Harbour. Come check out the Big Banana Pet Pulpers Pool and all the other fun stuff we have there. Yeah. <laughs> the two oh, tourist cool. attractions. Pog Barn. Pog Barn. There you go. Three. <laughs> Never heard of them. Uh, <laughs> and I am from just south of the Gold Coast in Tweed Heads area. Yeah. Oh, so are you so. both New South Welsh women? Yes. Men? Yeah, I'm a Welsh woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the man behind the microphone, but you're the Welsh woman. Yeah, I can, I can live We're with that. We're even now. We're even go. now. Good, good, good. So it's very interesting to have two theology students. I think people are quite curious. You know, we often meet ministers and pastors and, and mm-hmm. you know, priests and all the monks and whatever. But the question is always like, how did they get that way? So, <laughs> you know, so tell me a little bit about your journey into, um, you know, how, how is you came to decide um, to go to university and actually study theology and become a minister. Like, you know, how did you get, mm. I guess, called to do that? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I really like that you use the word called because uh, I think that for people who uh, have a close and personal relationship with God, it's their desire, right, to do whatever God's will for them is in their life. Mm. And uh, when God lets you know, what it is he wants you to do, we refer to that as a calling. And I'd also like to specify that a lot of the times people only think that, you know, you can be called to ministry because that's mm. like a spiritual thing, right? But God calls everyone into very different um, areas of their life. So some people are called into teaching, some people are called into nursing or whatever it is. Mm. Some people are called into a trade that they do. Some people are called into radio. Exactly. So that's right. uh, whatever it is, God's able to work through you. So I, I was blessed uh, with the privilege of being called into ministry by God. Uh, and the way that God did that with me was, for a while, uh, I tried sharing my faith at school for quite a bit, uh, but had gotten quite like a bit of pushback. And so after a while, I just kind of became discouraged. I didn't really share my faith much. But then I was sitting in a uh, commerce class, and we're having a class discussion, and everyone had the exact same unanimous answer except for myself. Uh, And that was because uh, of my faith, and I believed that, you know, I believed in what the Bible said, and I had a different opinion, therefore. 
And so one of my uh, classmates comes up to me afterwards and he just goes, Christopher, every single person in that class answered the exact same way except for you. And so he said to me, why did you answer differently? I go, oh, well, because I'm a Christian. And he just kind of like goes, oh, he kind of like melts. He's like, no, you're kidding me. He goes, Christopher, you're a smart guy. Don't tell me you believe in God. And I go, yeah, I do. And so then we ended up, uh, we found out we both caught the exact same bus. And so every bus trip, we would just discuss and talk about God. And it was really there, uh, being able to have the opportunity to talk through to him, that I realized like this was really my passion, to be able to tell people about God, to share about my faith, and to be able to get people into a loving relationship with God was really where I found my purpose and fulfillment. And so uh, as I did that and went through school, came to the end of school and I was like, well, I can only think of one thing that really gives me that fulfillment. And um, I could really feel God strongly telling me like, yeah, this is what you're good at. This is where this is the area in which I've gifted you. And so I chose to go to Avondale College uh, and so I'm studying ministry and theology there. So that's how oh. I ended up where I am. That's, it's amazing. <clears throat> you know, we often think, I mean, I, th- I think so many people are, think that God doesn't want to get that involved with your life. But you know what? God can place a calling on your heart from a young age. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he doesn't mess around, you know. He he is guiding from when people are children. Yeah. You know, all the way. Mm. Taryn, how about you? I actually have like this is so weird. Like I have a very, very similar story <laughs> to Chris. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. Like <laughs> but like when I talk to my other Theo friends and stuff, like everyone comes from such different backgrounds. That's true. Mm. But like it just so happens that I have a very similar story. Like I was in school and um, like I went to a Baptist school and um, I had a lot of um, friends that were Baptists and we'd just like, and because I made it clear from the beginning that I was a Seventh-day Adventist and so then I wasn't going to go to school events on a, on the Sabbath and that sort of thing. And I got my friends asking questions like, why do you believe in the Saturday is Sabbath? Like, and, and it just made us like, we just got into other topics like, um, like why, you know, like just talking, we actually started studying like Daniel prophecies and all of that sort of stuff together <laughs> because like they would just ask me all of these questions. And so I would just answer their questions uh-huh, with, uh-huh. Um, you know, Bible and for them that was you know revolutionary you know they didn't like they were Christians they'd grown up as Christians but they didn't really know um, Mm. the Bible and why they believed what they believed and I guess I didn't overly know that so much either but through them asking questions Mm. it got me asking Mm -hmm, questions mm -hmm. and so I was then able to go back to the Bible and um, discover for myself why I believed what I believed and it wasn't just my parents faith anymore it was now my own faith Mm. and um, yeah so when I was oh I would have been in year nine so I was like 12 13 years old um, at the time because I was in Queensland system Um, and so um, I was like 13 years old we were going to um, choose our subjects for you 10 and um they like our teachers were like you need to choose subjects that'll help you for your future career so you need to choose subjects that'll align with the career choice that you are going to make um to put that on a 13 year old is pretty insane (laughs) but (laughs) yeah so because it was queensland system i was only 13 in year nine um but 
yeah so I was I remember so clearly driving up in the car with my mum and I've been thinking about this for a while but I was uh, mum asked me so do you know what subjects you're going to choose and I was like oh yeah I think I want to do this and this and this and this and this and she was like oh, okay cool so um what what do you want to be? Because they're kind of like all from different areas. Like I wanted to do chemistry, but I wanted to do legal studies and I wanted to do like all of these different things. Covering your bases. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I was just covering my bases. Smart, smart, yeah. And she was like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, mom, like I honestly don't want to do anything else but be in ministry because okay. I just couldn't think like, I, like for me, there was nothing on this earth that is more important than telling people about Jesus. And so to do that in a full-time capacity, Mm -hmm. I'd been praying about it for a while and I really felt that that was what God was impressing me to do. I read a verse in um, Romans chapter 10 and it was like, how can they be saved unless they have um, been, you know, called, you know, called and then, you know, we're called to be preachers and, you know, unless they've heard about Jesus. And I really felt that God was telling me, you know, I have called you to be that preacher Mm -hmm. to tell Mm -hmm. others about who I am and about um, me. So, yeah, that's kind of how I became um, called, I guess, um, to be uh, in ministry and what that looked like back then. I had no idea. But as I've continued to journey, God led me um, to where I am today at Avondale College. I, I really enjoyed uh, what you said. There's two things I wanted to add. Um, you know what you were saying there, Taryn. First of all, I, I, I do think it's true that even as, as kids and as teenagers, um, you know, kids can understand Bible prophecy. Kids can understand mm. Bible themes, Bible truths, you know, revelation. I really wish that when I was in in high school, our Bible teachers had taught us heavier stuff because, you know, they think it needs to be milk, milky stuff. But it's when you have like a basis for your faith, when you learn like your Bible prophecy that it's, it's real and God has mm. control of your future that you can go, do you know what? I can build a life from mm. this. And yeah. so I think it's I think it's really great that, you, that as you know, as a young student, you were studying this stuff for yourself. And I also think it's amazing and so true. It's often not until people question us about our faith mm. that we think, hang on a second. What do I believe? Yeah. What is my faith? Where do I stand on all this kind of stuff? Yeah. It's not just what my parents think anymore. I have to think this myself. So yeah, two really good points that you made there. I want to know, and I'm sure our listeners are like very curious, what on earth happens in like the day of a life of a theology student? <laughs> because theology is, I've never found it in uh, at Avondale to be called a theology degree. Like over in the States where I was for a while, they called it like a master of divinity. Like do you end up being divine? <laughs> you know, in other universities and other denominations and other states, they call it divinity as well. Like you're studying divinity. Mm. So t- tell us like, what exactly do you guys do? Do like do you go to school and like just crack out the Bible and go through the Bible like because in my head that's what you'll do. Well, at the crack of dawn, I put on my uh, monk robes uh, <laughs> and then I ritually cleanse myself from that. Um, <laughs> now, nah, like it's pretty. I reckon it's pretty well uh, just as normal as anyone else that studies a degree. Really, you just wake up, turn up to lectures, and. Um, we do assignments, you do research, spend heaps of time in the library, that's yeah. for sure. But what do you do like your assignments on? Is it like, we're oh. going to do Jonah? <laughs> like, oh, do so you have to do like Noah in the Ark, like really, really in-depth? In-depth. Like, <laughs> I want a list of every species of animal that was on the Ark. And like, oh. <laughs> um, nah, so what's really interesting about a degree, and uh, what I really like is that ministry is a very diverse uh, role, and there's a lot of things expected of uh, people who go into ministry. Mm. And so the degree uh, really goes out of its way to give you as much exposure as possible to a variety of different areas. So, for example, there are uh, some subjects which are 
related to theology, so making sure you have all your doctrinal stuff uh, sorted out. Then there are some that focus on biblical books and like what you know, um, good principles and values can you get out of those books. Uh, we also learn biblical languages, so we can read the uh, biblical text in its original language. Uh, and then Wait, we also what? Yes. You learn yes. other languages as part of a theology degree. You are talking to two people who know mm-hmm. how to read biblical Hebrew and Greek. Mm. Yo, I've got polyglots <laughs> with me here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you speak Greek? Well, Kalimera. Biblical Greek is a dead language. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you actually went to Greece, it's kind of useless. Yeah, and, I, and I've been to Greece after I did Greek and I'm like, oh, I can't really understand. <laughs> I mean, it gives you a basis to be able to read the letters. Like, I feel like the letters cool. are still the same. but So you could like go back to the original text that the Bible was written in because it's written in various uh, languages, right? Yeah. Yes. And you can like read what it says and then sort of, it, like have a deeper understanding yeah. of that's it because it's it's quite different, isn't it? Like even just in punctuation and grammar, uh-huh. and there's, stuff. yeah. There's a lot lost in translation yeah. purely because there's some words we just don't have good equivalents for in English. Yeah. That's, well, that's just good that yeah. they're teaching that, so it's not lost forever, which is really mm. interesting. And then, so finally, the other thing that they teach us is like. Uh, more ministerial, how to be a good pastor, how to be a good leader, how mm. to do counselling and things. Yeah. So there's a variety of different uh, areas which we're taught in and the assessments kind of reflect that. So some of them uh, are more like essay-based, like study a passage and what principles can you get out of it and you know prove this to me biblically. And then you'll have the more ministerial ones which are like, all right, you need some experience to go and visit people in hospital and uh, we need you to do these things so that you can get some uh, good exposure. So it, it's actually, uh, I think, quite diverse. And I think that's what makes it actually a very interesting degree to study yeah. as well. So like homiletics and apologetics and all those big words, which is basically like public speaking and standing up for your faith, right? Yeah. yeah. Th- those th- We also yeah have like preaching uh, units as well. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts yeah. of good stuff. So interpersonal and reaching. Yeah, so what are some of your favorite subjects? Well, like I actually really liked Greek believe it or not like I just found it really interesting (laughs) (laughs) Um, but otherwise I don't know it depends like we did preaching last year I loved that Um, what did we do this year that I really and you guys are involved in ministry already right yeah so we get placed in a church every semester that we're doing things and so we get to so the things that we're learning in class they get us to um, make sure that we have an exposure to that Mm -hmm. in our churches Mm -hmm. as well like prac yeah like prac yeah literally we go on prac every semester uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. so you have to go to a church and you have to like preach for real and yep. the congregation that's, oh, that's really cool yeah. so what happens when you guys graduate because it's a four year degree right yes so afterwards do you like take over the world you're like do you know what I want to go I want to go <laughs> I want that church <laughs> how does it work um, so essentially uh, there's like a whole like process of interviews you'll meet up with people because obviously there are church leaders all around Australia and you'll go and interview them and uh, interview with them you don't interview them would you be a good person for me to (laughs) you know anyway um and so they'll uh if they see like a lot of potential in you and a real heart for ministry uh they'll pick you up and then they'll place you in a church and so um do they also place you in a specific role so you might be placed in youth ministry or might be placed in uh women's ministry like does that happen as well or is that something you have to specialize yeah when we first um start out we all just get placed in a church pretty often um just a generalized place but then we can specialize from there i guess that is so cool guys i am so stoked to be able to have interviewed two theology students here this morning listeners if you have any questions for these guys they will be here all the rest of today and all tomorrow so give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM 1-800-324-843 
and ask them some questions. I'm going to ask them some really hard Bible questions. <laughs> There's a train coming. Don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the diesel humming. Don't need no ticket to just thank the Cause the rain